with WYOY in New York. I'm Chris Barlow with a look at this week's news. Our top story is the four-alarm garbage fire, which officials warn will continue burning unabated until at least November. This week's flare-up occurred when Donald Trump stunned the world by appearing almost presidential during a trip to Mexico. The GOP nominee visited the country in an effort to measure Mexicans to determine how high his border wall should be. I'm sorry, no, I'm being told that's incorrect. Trump was actually invited by embattled Mexican President Enrique Peña Nieto, who presumably wanted to appear next to someone even less popular than himself. The meeting seemed to be a success for Trump, with Trump and Peña Nieto appearing side by side at a press conference where a man who once described Mexicans as rapists praised them for their non-rapey contributions to American society. It was the kind of pivot that observers had long been waiting for, with many in the media praising Trump for showcasing his ability to read words off of a page like a fully literate child. Unfortunately for the Trump campaign, this success was quickly overshadowed by a controversy over whether the GOP nominee and the Mexican president discussed financing of Trump's proposed border wall. Trump claimed in the press conference that financing was not discussed, while Peña Nieto took a page from Trump's own playbook and tweeted that he told Trump in no uncertain terms Mexico would never pay for the wall. It was the kind of diplomatic trolling not seen since Ronald Reagan threw shade on Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev in his Snapchat story. All in all, Trump seemed to be striking a conciliatory tone towards immigration for approximately eight hours. Then he delivered a fiery speech in Arizona, insisting that he would deport all undocumented immigrants if elected. The about-face resulted in the resignation of several prominent conservative Latinos supporting the Trump campaign. However, the founder of Latinos for Trump appeared on MSNBC this week to reaffirm his own support, claiming that a Hillary Clinton presidency would result in, quote, taco trucks on every corner, finally delivering an argument that could convince even the most die-hard Bernie bro to vote for Hillary. In other election news, after a significant delay, the Commission on Presidential Debates finally announced the four journalists whose entrails will be scattered across the sacrificial lectern at this year's presidential debates. NBC's Lester Holt will moderate the first debate because just like in the horror movies, it's the black guy who dies first. Turning now to science... Private space company SpaceX faced another major setback this week when a rocket slated to deliver a commercial satellite into orbit exploded on the launch pad in Florida. The Elon Musk-owned company issued a statement referring to the disaster as, quote, an anomaly, which means we can look forward to the first Tesla autopilot hit-and-run being referred to as a speed bump. The rocket was slated to deliver a satellite for Facebook, so maybe the explosion wasn't such a bad thing after all. Taking a look now at a new study, dog owners have long believed that the tone of their voice matters more than the words they use when praising their pet. But a new study out of Hungary challenges that assumption. Scientists use brain scans to determine that dogs understand both the tone and meaning of words, which means millions of dogs nationwide may be more qualified to vote in the presidential election than you are. In other science news, historians are caught in the middle of a heated debate over a period of time most of us assumed would last forever, the Maconnaissance. 
Yes, the resurgence of Matthew McConaughey's career, and thus the meaning of life itself, was called into question this week, when McConaughey's new movie, The Sea of Trees, grossed a paltry $2,700 in its opening week. Experts are divided over whether the Gus Van Sant film is an aberration or a sign that moviegoers have grown tired of McConaughey's sedated Sarah Palin-like way with words. Either way, listeners are advised to prepare for the worst and stock up on bottled water and canned goods. Speaking of bottled water and canned goods, a new study has found that men perceive recyclable, environmentally friendly products as too feminine, further proving that the number one threat to the survival of mankind is the man part. And in yet another sign of the apocalypse, Canadian superstar Justin Bieber's credit card was reportedly declined at a subway this week, which means either the global financial crisis depicted in Mr. Robot is actually occurring, or that the fast food chain's decision to rebrand their signature sandwiches as $500,000 footlongs is backfiring. Now just time for a quick look at the weather. Hurricane Hermine made landfall in Florida today, with dangerous flash floods expected in that state and up the eastern seaboard. But of course all you care about is the weather for this long weekend, you selfish bastard. So let me tell you that the east coast is going to be drenched by the remnants of Hermine all weekend. So expect the weather on Labor Day to perfectly mirror the feeling you get when you think about your labors in life. From New York, I'm Chris Barlow. Tell your friends to subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a review while you're there. If you do, you just might be newsworthy enough to hear your name here next week on W-Y-O-Y. -Y. <laughs>